up guys welcome back to another episode of inside the crazy ant farm holy moly we're on episode 76 this week Ooh, getting up there man getting wait up 76 there. that's right but i'm not that old yet. not not yet no you're getting the- there though i mean <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie it's getting close it's I getting know. close i know oh man but we got some great industry news to talk about today Day. There's a whole bunch going on. I'm sure everybody saw all the announcements that Marvel made at Comic-Con. Just Marcella Ali is going to be Blade and just a yeah. whole much, so much more. Freaking Natalie Portman coming back to be Thor. This this could literally be a six-hour show if you just let me talk about Marvel. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, forget all the other stuff. I could I could make this. I could go live for 24 hours straight just talking about what happened at San, uh, Maybe Comic-Con. Maybe you Marvel. should do a hands down on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, it could be an interesting topic. Not just the Marvel, though, but, I mean, DC didn't totally get shut out. They had some interesting stuff, too, that that, that I want to talk about a little bit, too. We'll, we'll get into that. But, I mean, they, 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 didn't, they didn't disappoint. No, honestly, honestly. And, of course, your hosts for this week are myself, J-Lo Fantastic, and the one and only Mouth. What up? Oh, man, and you know we got to tease our uh, Cheesecake Wasted place because we're huge fans of this. And their newest addition, get ready, guys, the Oreo Cookies and Cream Cheesecake. I could eat that all day. <laughs> all, all day. Cookies and cream is my favorite ice cream. Right. Like. It's my favorite shake. Mm. Uh, it's a hell of a candy bar. Yes. And I'm sure it's going to be a hell of a piece of cheesecake. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Guys, go over to, uh, where was it? In California? Upland. Upland. Go to Upland, California and check out Obsession Cheesecake. They're so delicious. You will not... You will not regret it. Yeah, it's worth the drive. Yeah, definitely. Seriously, seriously. Now let's start off this crazy, crazy rundown of industry news with a beautiful day in the neighborhood trailer. Let's talk about that a little bit. Tom Hanks becoming Mr. Rogers, man. It honestly, the trailer almost made me tear up. Becoming Mr. Rogers is is, is apt because it's scary how much he looks like yeah, Mr. Man. Rogers. I mean, he has clearly dove into this character. Mm-hmm. And and personifies him. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, you put a side by side, which we did several times. Go back and look at our feeds. It, it's it's eerie how much he looks like him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the trailer was just outstanding. Yeah. I, I mean, I like how it's going to be the point of view of like a reporter doing a story on Mister Rogers, exactly. and then like the girlfriend was like, "Please don't ruin my childhood." And right. Shit. Like. Right, and and I mean, this is a true story. Yeah, that this this reporter actually existed. Which, by the way, if you're a fan of the Americans, you're gonna love it because Reese is playing it, and and he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of his, so I was really excited to see him. You guys might remember him from Burnt with uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, and he's been in a bunch of stuff, but Americans obviously the most famous. But brilliant actor. Yeah, and you're gonna need a brilliant actor to go toe to toe with Tom Hanks. Seriously, especially when Tom Hanks looks like he's up the game again. Yeah, um, seriously. But anyway, this reporter this is a true story and this was a skeptical reporter who thought maybe mr rogers isn't as clean and squeaky and awesome as mr rogers claims to be yeah and hence the story and but what you come to find out and i guess is the premise of the film as well mr rogers really was mr rogers exactly and he kind of wins this guy over and they kind of become best buds and 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 you kind of see what i'm really excited about this movie for though is because and damn it there isn't enough of these lately it's a feel-good movie. Exactly. This is the kind of movie that you're going to go and watch it. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to cry a little bit, but it's going to be uplifting. Yeah. It's going to be positive. It's going to make you walk out of the theater going, yeah, you know, 
maybe people aren't that bad. Yeah, maybe people <laughs> can be good and life can be good. And we need more of that. Yeah, honestly. And hopefully it'll like change the game a little bit. Hopefully it'll give people more faith in humanity in general. I hope so. And like kind of a template. Okay, this is how I can better my life and better how to treat people. Because there's a lot of negativity like you were talking about in the world right now. There is. And, and we need more Mr. Rogers. Yeah. And if, even if it has to be a, a fictional Mr. Rogers, we need more. Yeah. Seriously. So And Tom Hanks, I mean, he's he's the, the you know definitive choice of almost everybody seriously you know mr nice guy in hollywood if, yeah. there, if there was a mr rogers of hollywood it would be tom hanks yeah, seriously and so this is the, i think it's perfect casting oh, yeah uh, the trailer just shows that it's going to go in a, a great direction mm -hmm. i think it just yeah and i like i said i i posted but I'm, i'll say it again right here on the show i think he's guaranteed a nomination for an oscar he should be and and if he's not something is seriously wrong and we need to start yeah. looking at, at at that if he's not nominated yeah, seriously i mean just off the trailer how he was walking he was exactly yeah. like fred rogers yeah it was crazy it, it's it's gonna be another phenomenal performance i think yeah and, and just you know this it guy. obviously shows that him taking that year off because he took 2018 off and yeah. it obviously showed that he's back like almost at the top of his game because Toy Story 4 is just rocking and rolling right yeah. now. And now with this Mr. Rogers, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, it's just, mm, it's a lot, man. <laughs> just remember, sunny, 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 sunny. Yeah. I mean, this, this guy, booze and buddies, guys. Yeah. Booze and buddies, all right? I'm just saying, it's this guy's crazy. phenomenal. Yeah. I You're... wonder if anybody ever thought he was going to be as legendary as he is now. I, I, I don't know. I personally loved Booze and Buddies, yeah. and I loved Kip. Yeah. I, I thought it was a great show, yeah. but I can, yeah, I mean... Did I think this guy'd go on to win multiple Oscars and be like one I mean, of the who best knew? of all yeah, time? One honestly. of the best of all time, exactly. I, I, congrats, Tom. I mean, yeah, he's rocking and rolling, man. Yeah. Rocking and rolling. Well, we got some crazy news happening over on the East Coast over there. Uh, Sonia Schoen, who is best known for her roles in um, Oh, sorry. <laughs> best known for her roles in The Wire and The Shy, most recently The Shy. She was arrested in North Carolina with possession of cocaine. Holy shit. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, oh, oh. just a little bit. Just a little bit. You think she has white I lines? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they didn't find any white lines because apparently she uh, snorted all of them. Yeah, but, uh... she was crazy. She was crazy. <laughs> apparently, she was a passenger in the car that got pulled over last Monday, I or Sunday. There you and, go. Um, the car got pulled over for just a standard uh, routine thing because the tag was expired, I guess. And then a police dog came and alerted the vehicle, alerted the officers that there was something going on. And apparently she was arrested for felony cocaine possession. She had a misdemeanor charge of marijuana, paraphernalia, and uh, marijuana on her person. But she has been released on a $1,500 Bond and the shy showrunners have not commented anything. I don't think she's going to get punished any way by Showtime or the shy showrunners, but, I mean, I feel like she should probably get a talking to. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, why are you hanging around with these people? Exactly. and like all this? See, I always find these stories kind of interesting, though, because they say it was a random stop. Yeah. Okay? And, but... What canine unit do you know conducts traffic stops? Yeah, like, honestly. Or was it a traffic stop and then they called the canine unit right. and then the canine dog came and like because it's always curious to me how that works. It's like, as far as I know, I have never seen 
a canine unit pull over somebody yeah. for for an expired tag well, and then go ah, sniff the car. Yeah. Well, what I'm thinking is because it says she has marijuana on her person and marijuana paraphernalia, so it's probably reeking. So I mean, they probably so you think called, they call the canine? Yeah. Okay, That's I, let's, what I'm hope, so. let's yeah. hope so. Let's hope so. Because no, if not, not racial profile. Yeah, yeah. If not, it definitely was not a random no. stop. If the canine unit was already yeah, there, but I mean, I mean, we know the problems that North Carolina has been having true. with racial profiling uh, exactly. and everything. So which we is, never know. No, which is why I bring it up because exactly. it just seems odd to me. You know, we, you dig a little deeper. And, you know, you, have you ever noticed how they don't really give you all the details? Exactly. Because I feel like maybe they don't want you to yeah. know why this particular vehicle was. Just say, you know, hey, we got a, we got a tip. Uh-huh. We pulled this car over. Exactly. I, I mean, just say that. Just, the you know, the cover story of a random. But we don't know. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it sounds funny when they release statements yeah. like that. Sounds you know? a little sketchy. Sounds a little yeah. sketchy. I mean... Hopefully this doesn't put a black mark on her career, but it's definitely going to be brought up in conversation for oh, probably yeah. further for more roles in the future. I mean, absolutely, and 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 should be because yeah. you know you you have a certain you know position, and you exactly. have to be careful with who you surround yourself with exactly. and the people that you hang out with and what they're doing, mm-hmm. and you know it shows if anything. At the very least, it shows a lack of judgment. Exactly. You know, you got to be smarter than that. You got to pay attention to the people that you're hanging around. Exactly. And, and, you know, I mean, we talk week in and week out about the dark side of Hollywood, and yeah. this is just it. I mean, it follows you everywhere. It, it it does, and if if you're making the wrong decisions and you're hanging around with the wrong people, then eventually, I feel like that's going to lead to further bad decisions. Yeah. And maybe next time it isn't a person the car, but it's your person the car, exactly. and you know, it kind of you got to just yeah, you got to be careful. Careful. you got to try to avoid that shit. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Ugh, on to this next one, man. This was super crazy. I don't know if anybody else saw, but Fast and Furious 9, it stopped production earlier this week. Since then, it's continued on. But earlier this week, around Monday, I believe, that a stuntman was injured on set. Now, apparently, this was Vin Diesel's stuntman, and he was making a jump between an out, a window into a ledge, and he fell about 30 feet. Mm, mm, mm. That is, We were talking last week about the Titans uh, right, right. stuntman, or the Titans dude that was, he was killed, right? Killed, right. So, I, it's just such a crazy thing, because you have to be so careful on set. Something can random can go wrong. You have to watch your back at all times, because there's so many moving obstacles that you just have to... To keep your head on a swivel, honestly, and just keep looking out for yourself. Now, the stuntman was identified as Joe Watts, who, like I said, was Vin Diesel's stunt double. Mm-hmm. And he is in an induced coma right now. Yeah, stable. It's stable, but, but yeah. yeah, an induced coma, which is super crazy. Now, this statement came out from um, Watts' fiance, who gave us the update on him. So, Hopefully everything will be okay and hopefully he will come out of that relatively soon because we hate seeing things like this yeah, happen. Yeah, and it's happening frequently. You know, you, you brought up the Titans uh, stunt guy, which which we talked about uh, on last week's show. And then remember, just not too long ago, it, it happened on the Walking Dead set where yeah. the guy died. Yeah. Um, it's happening a lot lately. Yeah. And, you know, I, I even remember like, uh, what was it, maybe a year ago, year and a half ago, remember on the film, uh, there was the, the stunt that went wrong and, yeah. and stunt driver died now that came down to fault of the cinematographer and lack of the proper insurance and all the yeah. stuff that was going on but 
even more so. This is a dangerous industry. It is. And, and, and stunts are a dangerous profession. Mm-hmm. And if you're not taking every precaution and doing everything that you can to protect these people, that, that's a problem. Exactly. And then this is just in point. Even when you do do everything proper and you are taking every precaution, stuff still can happen. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. He was attached to a safety wire and then just it happened. It's so crazy how something like that can just happen on set when that's your day job. You're just going along like a normal day and then just something tragic like that has happened. Absolutely. awful. Absolutely. Uh, Thoughts and prayers go out to the family and all the cast members. Hopefully they're continuing on well and hopefully they keep visiting him while he's in the coma. I hope so. so, I hope so. And can I just say, guys and gals, this is why you stay after and watch the credits. Yeah. Okay? Because it's these people, this guy that's now in a coma, okay? These people who work from film to film, job to job, not making $20 million, exactly. who are putting their lives at risk uh-huh. to make your favorite star look good. Exactly. And nobody knows who they are. Exactly. Stay after, watch the names, look at the people who actually are responsible for making the film happen. Exactly. You know, let this guy know you know who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, it's just, sorry, that's my little rant there, but I just feel like so many people get up and walk out, and you got these hardworking people who are busting their asses exactly. off to make the films happen. And, and nobody knows who they are. Exactly. And this guy's got a family, a fiance. You know, he's in a coma. So I, I just, you know, yeah, it's you super crazy. Props to them, man. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Well, this next one, oh man, Lifetime is just continuing on with the <laughs> surviving documentary series. Uh, as we know, Surviving R. Kelly was a huge sensation it was. over the past year. And now they have announced Surviving Jeffrey Epstein, who is the financial mogul, who like angel investor type guy, yeah. who has been apparently sex trafficking young boys and girls. Yeah. What the fuck? After... He was convicted. Exactly. Like, he continued to do it after he was convicted and served his little minuscule time uh, uh, for the crime. He apparently continued to keep doing it. This guy, man, just like... It's so crazy. I mean, predators are in all shapes, forms, sizes, colors, everything. Yeah. Because this guy hangs out, used to hang out with Donald Trump. And Bill Clinton. And Bill Clinton. But, so yeah, yeah. so well, many. This show, if anything, is fair. Yeah. Okay, so yes, you're hearing it all over the press about how he's tight, tight, buddy, buddy, chum, chum with Donald Trump. He was also tight, tight, buddy, buddy, chum, chum with Bill Clinton. Exactly. And, and other huge named yeah. people. Uh, rumor has it, uh, the royal family. Mm-hmm. Actors and actresses, you know. I heard look, something I mean, about maybe singer and may, may, maybe. Like, I mean, this guy was swimming in some serious circles. Yeah, like most billionaires do. Exactly. And so, um, I would not be surprised after this Lifetime movie because that's a great point. You know, the surviving R. Kelly is probably the reason he's back in jail. Because remember, there was a lot of new evidence that came out during that, and that little it. show yeah. that they allowed and pursued witnesses that were on that show. That they then went after. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see after this people, more people come forward about Epstein and maybe some more additional stuff we find out about Epstein. So, and I mean, it just makes you more aware. A series like this make you just more aware of 
idolizing people who you really don't even know what they're really like. Yeah. I mean, with like actors and entertainers and stuff, you need to deep dive into who the people actually are. Like Hugh Jackman with all the skin cancer stuff and how just a great guy he is. You need to know who the actor is before you look up to him. You can't just randomly, blindly look up to him. Like I right, said. right. Because I mean, you you never know what. I mean, Epstein. Oh. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if somehow we see a connection between Epstein and Weinstein. Yeah, honestly. I, it would not shock me at all if throughout the course of this investigation and these charges and all this stuff, if that happened. Yeah. It just would not surprise me yeah. at all. Lifetime, though, they are killing it. They also announced they're going to be the first to hit the airwaves with um, the college scandal. They really yeah, are. Yeah, like I mean, the current events, you know, like, yeah, they're on like, that shit. They're like, fuck it. If Lori Loughlin's not bleeding, we're running with it anyway. Exactly. I mean, they're like, they're great at like getting it out there, man. Yeah, seriously, seriously. I'm very interested to watch these upcoming series and films because, like I said, we just need to be more aware of who we're looking up to and who we're idolizing. Absolutely. Oh, man. Oh, man. Man. Well, on to some happy stuff. Let's get out of all that bullshit. Um, NBC Universal, you know it's all about streaming right now. They announced that their ad-based free streaming service will finally launch in April 2020. Comcast revealed that the upcoming service will be built similar to the platform Sky, which is their UK-based platform now tv streaming service so i'm excited about that one honestly yeah. because everybody will be able to watch it yes it's ads but i mean you're still gonna have like shows like the office and just so many much much more coming to right that. well and and it, i'm glad you brought that up because i just literally just read this uh they also announced today that theirs is going to be different from anything else because it's going to focus almost nearly 100 percent on licensed content nice so instead of original they're not even going to go that route and you just brought up the office now this is really 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 going to hurt netflix in my opinion yeah. because you do have the office you do have friends and nbc has a shit ton of licensed content exactly. that belongs to them that they're just going to put out there to the public for free yeah where exactly. you were paying to get it before and that could potentially do huge damage to Netflix. Yeah, same. And I mean, I feel like Netflix is going to get it the worst. But we were Emily and I were watching Hulu and Amazon Prime last night, and they have kind of the same content, Hulu and Amazon Prime. And I feel like a lot of their shit is going to be yanked as well. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's no doubt. I mean, uh, if, if people aren't familiar with, like, you know, ABC television and, or, you know, ABC studios and all that, they produce content for other networks. Yeah. Just because you see it, it's like an ABC, ABC Studios production mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that it aired on ABC mm -hmm. and vice versa. So you're right. There could be a ton of licensed content that is owned by and, and created by NBC that's been airing who knows where yeah, exactly. that's going to be coming home to NBC for free. Yeah. That's the thing, for free. Free. So, uh, and, and look, I think a lot of people will sit through an ad if they can watch it for free Agreed. and not have to pay. Agreed. And how we know this is because the Hollywood Reporter just did a, a poll, conducted a poll. Yeah. And the majority of people do not want to pay for multiple streaming services. It makes sense. In fact, they said the only way that they would is if they could bundle all the streaming services together yeah. for about 21 bucks a month. Yeah, I mean, I like the AT&T 
type of bundle plan. I mean, right. I feel like that makes much more sense, especially right. if it comes out on the same day, like with the bundling. Because, exactly. Like if you get the Netflix, you get Hulu, you get Prime, you get HBO Max, all this shit, and it all comes out at beginning, middle, and end of the month, that's going to be hard for people to keep up with their bills. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and like, and it's funny you bring up AT&T because HBO Max, they're the ones who, after seeing that poll and saying that people would rather have all their streaming services cost $21 total, yeah. theirs is going to cost almost 21 bucks by itself, Alone, which can't, yeah. I can't imagine is going to go over well with these people who yeah. said they want all their shit yeah. for $21. Yeah. Um, but, mm. I mean, HBO Max has something that no other streaming service has. It's going to have live events. It is. They, they did say that they would include live streaming in their events. So yeah. I got to imagine coming out of the gate, that's going to be helpful. Yeah. But you would think that, I mean, you know, even Twitter's been doing live like sporting events and right stuff. so you would hope these well, other I'm hoping streamers it's like pay-per-view events yeah like, yeah you would hope the other streamers also would be quickly yeah. following suit because that seems to be these live streaming things seem to be viable yeah so you would hope but um the other thing is is that the 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 awareness of all the upcoming streamers was extremely low. Yeah. People don't even know about all the new streamers coming. Exactly. They know they know Hulu yeah. and they know Netflix. But beyond that, it gets really bad about yeah, oh dicey. who's coming, who's not. I mean, they see the headlines, fucking friends is coming off and the office is coming off, and they're like, what the hell? They have no idea why. Right, right. And and so they should be listening to us. Exactly. <laughs> and they would know why. Um I, further into the poll, though, I did see, and some experts are saying, and, and we've been talking about this for weeks, and I kind of agree, Disney has the best shot coming out of the gate. They're coming in with a low initial price. Yeah. They are going to bundle. They did say that they are addressing the bundle, and you're likely going to be able to get their new Disney Plus, plus ESPN Plus, and uh, Hulu yeah. for a bundle price yeah. if you, if you want to do that. Um, and you know further down the line, there's probably going to be a bundle with Apple, too, since abso- they're, they're so buddy-buddy. Absolutely. And then they've got the content yeah. and the and the, the brand awareness. Yeah. So they seem to be coming in with the strongest foothold. And, and right now, I mean, honestly, they're just absolutely dominating Hollywood. Yeah. So that brand Especially awareness. box office-wise. Like, yeah. yeah. So that brand awareness and content is increasing yeah. every day. And that's the shit that's going to be on their streaming yeah. network. So I feel like they've got a leg up, no doubt. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Well, on to the next one. Oh, man, the Lord of the Rings Amazon series has finally cast their first series regular, a young Australian actress, uh, Markella Kevinot. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I looked up her stuff. She's basically only done a lot of Australian projects. I think that's the way they need to go. They should get more awareness to young and up-and-comers because, I mean, if you put somebody huge in there, they're not going to be afforded to pay them. No, no, and this is already a massive budget, and it's already a a huge undertaking for, for the company, and I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm still skeptical about this. Yeah. I just don't know if it can be done better than what it's been done. Yeah. And and I, I, I don't know. Congrats to her, though. Yeah. You know, that's the first official casting announcement, and mm-hmm. so I'm sure there's going to be more coming. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's for sure going to be interesting. Like we said, uh, 
freaking a whole like few episodes is gonna cost like what the whole old series was yeah yeah that's the insane. entire film series yeah, yeah. that's just they're look they're spending money yeah. not that bezos doesn't have money yeah but um well i feel like everybody is trying to capitalize on that game of thrones feel right now i feel like amazon's going with this and i don't know if you saw the witchers henry yeah, cavill's yeah, yeah. witcher on netflix i think that's going to be their type of game of thrones thing so i don't everybody's liking like the renaissance era right yeah now. there's a vacuum and apparently everybody is trying to fill the void yeah the, but sometimes that can be tricky yeah, exactly. you know i mean if you rush to try to fill a void but you don't do it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, look, I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I, and I love the whole. I, I love the whole concept. I love everything about it. I'm like I said though. I'm just not sure if it can be done better yeah. than Peter Jackson did it. Yeah. And it's gonna be. We'll, we'll just keep an eye on it. Hell we'll, yeah. we'll keep an eye on it. Hell yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, now this next one diving in into a little business of Hollywood. Mm. SAG-AFTRA. They made a huge deal. Well, they made a huge deal with Netflix, the mega, mega streaming service we all know, that. for a film and television contract. They normally were doing it by projects, just project to project, but yep. now it's going to be this whole huge thing. And if you want to talk about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it covers all kinds of stuff. Uh, live action. Mm -hmm. It covers streaming. It covers um, voiceover work. Yeah. Uh, it also had a lot of um, negotiations in there for... Um, on-set sex scenes yeah. and, and, you know, and, and, and different things fallen now under the Me Too movement right. and the protections of the Me Too movement. Um, it, you know, it, it, it's pretty broad. Um, and I saw that there's no longer, which, I mean, I don't blame them, but there's no longer auditions at, like, a hotel room or right. an apartment, right. which is sketchy as fuck anyway. So they're trying to protect the on-screen talent as much as possible. Exactly, exactly. Um and yeah, it, it uh, I've, it's back and forth, I guess. A, a lot of people are okay with this new deal. Yeah. A lot of people are not okay with this new deal because, like I said, it, it, going into the whole context of it, it's very broad. Yeah. And while the headlines are popping out there and everything looks like, oh, okay, they're going to protect this and yeah. they're doing that and they're going to do this, that, that. Apparently, when they start digging deeper, mm -hmm. maybe it's not quite as intense or, or, or as they're oh, – putting it out there to be yeah. um so we're gonna definitely keep an eye on this though yeah. because with all of these streamers coming into the game i will say that you know it was a smart move by sag after to kind of get out in front of this because the landscape is changing yeah and ever and, so quickly yeah <laughs> and the rules with these streamers and with you know these films and these live action events coming on all of the streamers it changes things yeah. and so it was a smart move to get out in front of that and try to negotiate yeah. and netflix right now is the leader in that industry yeah and so to negotiate this kind of a deal with them yeah. kind of sets the precedent for exactly what's it makes the happen. template for everybody else coming along exactly but with the the naysayers you can kind of see that maybe it's going to be renegotiated yeah. with these other streamers yeah. i don't i don't know yeah. it's definitely something we're going to keep an yeah, eye on seriously I, but anything that leans towards Anything, any type of protection against discrimination mm -hmm. or harassment right. or anything, which a lot of this apparently does in the new country, that's all good news. Seriously. That's all good Seriously. news. Seriously. And then we hear some rumors about merging just one big union into the television and film. Yeah, there that's are a lot of power. Yeah, there are a lot of people out there saying that they feel like 
because of Netflix and because of the streamers and how they're doing feature films and television yeah. and blah, blah, blah. They're talking about merging all of the unions together mm. um, and, and just having it all fall under one fold. And, mm, yeah, that's like crazy. you said, that's a lot of power for one union yeah. to have. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, power corrupts. Seriously. You give too much to, to one exactly. entity and that could be all kinds of trouble. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, we know that SAG-AFTRA is about to have a re-election coming up. So they are. They're in the middle of a heated. Yeah. yeah so there's like four people running for president or something like that. Yep. Yep. I mean, two the, the two biggies, yeah. uh, Gabrielle Carteris, who's currently the president, and then Matthew Modine. Yeah. Um, and but, then you're right. You've yeah, got a couple others in the in, other more. Yeah. Lesser known. Yeah. Uh, parties, right. if you will. <laughs> it's right. so funny to even talk about. They have parties within the. Yeah. But um. Yeah, so we're going to keep an eye on that, definitely, because uh, Gabrielle's been there for a while now. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and yeah, it's going to be interesting. She was in a nasty fight a couple, you know, her last uh, round. Yeah. Um, and almost lost, yeah. so we'll see. It's we'll crazy, see. man. It's really crazy. Well, you know what else, is, what else is crazy? We're talking about the mega giant streamer Netflix. They just signed a deal, a stand-up deal, with Eddie Murphy for $70 million. Holy shit. We keep talking, like, for the past four or five episodes, they are just, like, throwing money away. But they've got to keep that spending under control. Uh, yeah. And uh, remember that. Talked about that a couple of weeks ago on the show, how Sarandos came out and a little internal memo got leaked about how we have to do a better job of make, making sure the money we spend is worth the, the, yeah. the product and, and, and the return on what we're doing and yeah. because of the whole triple frontier. Yeah. But then they announced this huge-ass budget to get The Rock and Gal Gadot's movie, yeah, exactly. and now there's $70 million for Eddie Murphy. It's like, what happened to that control in the Seriously. budget? I mean, like... like, I mean, of course, Eddie probably needs it. <laughs> I, I mean, but, Eddie's had a couple of rough years, Yeah, think, exactly, but, um, exactly. But with Coming to America about to come out, and hopefully from the success of that, he comes out with another, another Beverly Hills Cow. Yeah, I hope so. I would love to see Beverly... You know, there were a couple of years back, there were there, there was supposed to be a television show yeah. of Beverly Hills Cop that followed his son and Eddie was supposed to, you know, be Axel and as his father and kind of make appearances. For some reason, that just all kind of fell apart. Didn't happen. Yeah. Um. I would love to see another Beverly Hills Cop. I think it. You know, if anybody, Sylvester Stallone has proven you can re, you know, bring back these franchises mm -hmm. and find success in them yeah. by bringing them back. So exactly. And I think Eddie would be fantastic. Yeah. I just wonder how this stand-up is going to be received because I don't, Dave Chappelle coming back for Netflix. Mm. It was kind of mixed received. It was. Both of his stand-up specials, they were kind of, eh. I mean, there were some funny parts, but overall, I felt like it wasn't the same. It was what it was back in the day. So, I mean, Eddie Murphy has been away from stand-up for a while. He has been. So, he has been. I don't know, man. But, man, Delirious. Delirious and Raw, man. Those yeah, are I mean, some of my they're, favorites. They're, they're two of the biggest stand-up uh, concerts ever. Mm -hmm. Um and, yeah, by far, I mean, you can just quote so many lines from either one of those uh, yeah, concerts. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, if, if we see old school Eddie, mm -hmm. I think it'll go well. Yeah. If it if it's new Eddie trying to capitalize on some stuff, I don't know. Yeah, man. I, but if, if he steps out on the stage with that, I don't give a fuck, and yeah. I'm just gonna say what I think, yeah. like like he did in exactly. in Raw and Delirious. I think it's gonna be huge. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, he needs to definitely take the, the life aspect at first, I feel like, because he's kind of been a ghost there for a while. Well, and which gives him material. You know, exactly. I, th- I think the reason Delirious and Raw worked so well is because he did talk about himself exactly. and what all the hard times he's gone through. I think if he funnels this these past few years that he's seen kind of this like downward, you know, yeah. career. I mean, he could turn that into something really big. I, I mean, you know, there, there's got to be a lot of material there. You yeah, would think. Seriously. So, seriously. I'm, I'm hoping though. I'm a huge fan of Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping it works. I hope he hits and you know, we'll see hell yeah we'll see we'll see oh this next one you know i'm a huge fan of seth mcfarland one of my idols in the entertainment industry so i got to talk about the orville it's going to be moving to hulu for season three in 2020 now this is in part of seth mcfarland uh trying to create more and have more time to create because the time frame that he wanted to work with wouldn't work with the network so this only makes sense with Fox and Disney merging and now having basically all of control over Hulu, that he moved his Orville project over to Hulu, which is really okay because it gives him more time to write, gives him more time for production, and I'm pretty excited about it because we all know that he's had a long-running relationship with Fox, and I'm glad that that relationship is still going even after the merger. Yeah, yeah, and and, I mean, this just shows, I mean, I don't think uh, people realize that, you know, when Orville first hit, it was a modest budget kind of a, a exactly. low show, and it's been hugely successful. Yeah. So each season, it's kind of ramped up. Exactly. Now they're spending more money on special effects, and and the production level has raised increasingly. Yeah. Um. And so he needs more time, and I'm glad that that he made that that decision, mm-hmm. and 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 that because. He could have just kind of tried to pump it out, exactly, and and, and then not be good, right? And then it would the show would suffer. So I like the fact that he's like, guys, we're at a level now where we need to keep increasing the production, and we got to maintain the exactly. level that this the fans are used to with exactly. this show. And so this is a good thing. Exactly. I, I think it's a good thing. And I still need to watch this show because he's always been a huge Star Trek fan, and this is his homage to that series. Yeah. So I'm really, I, yeah, I need to get on it, especially now if it's going to be on Hulu. And I'm definitely going to be watching because in the new season because apparently and there's a little behind-the-scene drama. Oh, uh, First Officer, who's played by uh, Adrian Padlicki, mm-hmm. and Scott Grimes, yeah, they got married pretty hastily yeah. after meeting on the show and dating, and now apparently they're getting divorced. Well, fuck. Um, pretty quickly yeah. after after the so I'd be. It's always interesting to see how that kind of plays out on screen when the stuff is going off screen. Yes, yeah, um, so that'll be interesting. Hell but yeah. uh, they were, I, we should say, very professional. Yeah. Um, at Comic Con for the show. Yeah. You know, even though clearly some stuff was going on, and hopefully it's a mutual breakup. Yeah, you know, and kind seriously. of a. As long as they can still work together and it doesn't cause yeah. any onset turmoil, because yeah. nobody needs that. But you know what, McFarland's on top of the game. He's a, he's a great showrunner. Yeah. Um. He he's a smart man, and I'm sure he's going to keep that under control. Yeah. And uh, I mean, this move to Hulu and his decision making process just shows how brilliant the man is. Exactly. Um. And so good. I'm looking forward to it, man. Same. I, I just it's, Same. it's a good move. Yeah. Well, definitely, definitely. Now it's time to get into some superhero stuff. Oh man, a whole bunch of shit got released the other weekend. Comic-Con. Let's start off with Arrow. It is now the longest running active superhero series, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. Eight seasons. Yeah. And their next season is going to be the end of it, sadly. Yep. And it's a shortened season. Yeah. It's not even going to be a full run. Yeah. So, um, 
And we should say this was not a CW decision. This was a Stephen Amell decision. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't know, they shoot in Vancouver. And he's got a new little girl. Um, I shouldn't say new, but she's young. And for the majority of her entire life, and his marriage for that matter, he's been in Vancouver. And yeah, it's been shooting, hard yeah. commuting back and forth. And he's just made the decision that he wants to spend some more time with family. That's awesome. And, and you know, and it would be easier to pr- continue to pursue his career and spend time with family yeah. in L.A. Yeah. Um, so and that was the decision behind it. So Definitely. we should say that. It, it, don't freak out that oh my gosh, arrows. Right. Um and look, 8 years. Yeah, that's seriously, like, that's a long time right now. Yeah, and the show is incredible. The show they don't call it the Arrowverse for anything. Yeah. This show spawned <laughs> exactly. all of the other shows and without Stephen Amell and Arrow, the Arrowverse wouldn't exist. Exactly. And and so there you go. Yeah. And that, and it was very touching at Comic-Con. They all kind of said that. Yeah. You know, the, he was he basically said his goodbye, but you know, um Grant Gustin and uh, Melissa Benoist and all the all the stars of the other Arrowverse shows basically were hey we wouldn't be here right without you yeah. and we know this and you know kudos. that's awesome um yeah and there's already talk that there's a possible spinoff that's of cool. arrow yeah um so you might see some of the characters that are currently on arrow um in a spinoff there's also been talk a lot of the showrunners have said don't be surprised if you see some of these characters pop up on the other mm-hmm. Arrowverse shows yeah which would make sense um they've been doing you know that for for almost the whole time they've been on, they've been doing little pop guest appearances yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I know um, you want to talk about this huge crossover that's coming. Oh uh, well, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the split, kinda, uh, split exactly. universe. Here's uh, my here's my segue. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that was kind of the, the the guest appearances. Lead they they do they were doing guest appearances. Then they started doing these crossover events. Yeah. And anybody who's watched Flash from from the very beginning, the in the very first episode, they hinted at Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. And if you're a comic book geek, you know exactly what that is. That's when everything changed. The Crisis on Infinite Earths. In the comic books, there were all these parallel dimensions and parallel Earths in DC Comics. Um, you know, Earth 1 and Earth 2 and Earth 35 and all this. And they all had incarnations of all of our characters. Right. Superman and Batman and, and Flash and all this. Well, it got confusing, yeah, and it got really complicated, and it was it was just it got out of hand, yeah. So, Crisis on Infinite Earths was the solution to that. Basically, what happened is everything ended up being destroyed, and a new Earth Prime is created, mm-hmm. and now this is Earth. Oh shit! But the what was really cool about it is that some aspects of all the different Earths survived, yeah. On this earth. Mm-hmm. Some people remembered it. Some people did not. Oh, shit. And histories were rewrote. Origins were redone. And and like I said, there were a few people that remembered pre-crisis, but most people did not. Right. Well, this is what's going to be happening yeah. on the crossover. That's this so this is it. If you guys know, in the, in they've hinted it since season one that Flash dies. Well, they say disappears in yeah, the crisis. Right. Everybody in the comics knows he dies. He sacrifices himself um, to, to to make everything happen. Um, but we're, and, we're thinking now that it's going to be Arrow, right? Right. I yeah. mean, that's the rumor because Arrow's going off the air and yeah. he's leaving. So we feel like maybe they're going to sacrifice Arrow instead. But here's the really, really badass thing about this that I'm getting super excited about. If you guys have been watching the Arrowverse since the beginning, they've done a really great job, especially Flash, of paying homage to 
old superhero shows that have come before them. Right. Well, Crisis is going to be like the ultimate love fest for everything that's coming before (laughs) it. Apparently, you're getting Tom Welling, who's going to be playing something from Smallville. You're getting Burt Ward from the 66 Batman. Uh, You're going to get... um, the the singer version of Superman, Brandon Routh, is going to be playing Kingdom Come Superman. And that's so funny because he's Adam and fucking in in yeah. in right. <laughs> he's currently the Adam Ray Palmer. So, but that's cool because you, he could still be playing Adam. Exactly. And then there's this other doppelganger of him on another Earth, but yeah. on that Earth he was Superman instead of Adam. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be the beauty. Rumor has it that Linda Carter is going to be reprising a role as Wonder Woman. That'd be crazy. Um. Yeah. And and then. Now they've announced that two of the Titans from the DC Universe streaming sh- uh, are going to be in it. That's badass. And apparently, somehow the DCEU, meaning the movies, mm-hmm. are going to make an appearance into this. Yeah. So they're basically just taking everything from everywhere yeah. and are going to be putting it in. I I have my money on Zachary Levi because I feel like Shazam? That's, yeah, mm. that's one of the more successful ones right now. Right. And, but I feel like... Because Aquaman and Wonder Woman, I feel like they're neck and neck for number one at the DCEU. Right. Zachary Levi, I feel like he loves that crossover shit. We saw it at the end with Henry Cavill's Superman. He did. So hopefully he's the one that comes in. Well, and, I mean, if you're already going to do Linda Carter's Wonder Woman, why would you do Gail Godot's Wonder Woman? Exactly. And and so, yeah, I feel like, you know, although, I'm just going to throw this out there. Aqualad is going to be a part of season two of Titans, Ooh. and maybe we see an introduction of Aqualad via Aquaman. Uh, yeah, I mean, that would be really interesting. Yeah. And and the only other reason I throw that one out there is because they've they've mentioned Aquaman yeah. several times oh, on okay. Titans. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm yeah. just saying. There's all, but I like the the Shazam idea. Yeah. That made, that kind of makes. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's got definitely going to be crazy. It's definitely going to be crazy. You said it's an old Robin that's coming back from the 66 Batman. Right, right? Burt Ward. Yeah. So um, whether he's playing Robin or not, who knows? Yeah. I mean, this thing could be all over the place, but that's going to be re- really exciting. Yeah, it really is. And I mentioned Titans Season yeah. 2. As everybody knows, it got picked up. Doom Patrol was announced, officially picked up. That's awesome because yeah. we saw that Swamp Thing got canceled. We didn't know if there was any craziness happen on the DC Universe streaming app. But it shows that the the shows that are still going alive and well behind the scenes and on camera are getting renewed. We, yeah, and Doom Patrol, interestingly, they announced it's going to be stay on the DC streaming universe, but also on HBO Max. Yeah. So they didn't say that for Titans. Yeah. That'll still just be on uh, DC Universe. I know but, my thought process behind that is they see how how much success doom patrol is having but titans is their first original one so they want to keep that on dc yeah. universe but then they see how much success doom patrol is having so they're going to put it on both and man i'm so excited for season two of titans because yeah. all the stuff that they're announcing all the people that are coming it yeah. sounds like it's going to be absolutely yeah man seriously. batman will be a huge part of it now that's epic. they even actually said we're going to see some action with batman and Robin together. Oh, shit. I would assume that means Jason Todd. Right. Uh, spoilers if you guys haven't yeah. seen it. There's two Robins, yeah. and, and Dick gave up Robin. Yeah. So we know that means Nightwing he's, is coming. coming. That's going to be exciting. 
And Jason Todd, the actor, Kern Walters, who plays uh, Jason Todd, posted a picture the other day of a red hood. Oh, shit. Meaning, (laughs) if we all know what that means in the comic books, he's killed by Joker, and everybody thinks Jason Todd's dead, but he comes back as Red Hood, a bad guy. So the fact that he posted that picture, I'm just saying that could potentially be happening. We got... Deathstroke, uh-huh. Deathstroke's daughter Ravager, his son uh, Jericho, all that is coming yeah. in season two. Yeah. Aqualad, Wonder Girl, we finally see in costume. Yeah. It's going to be epic. Yeah, I mean, seriously. And I mean, I could see that for Jason Todd because he was kind of a little shit yeah. in the first season. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see him coming back as the Red Hood and being just a fucking It's going to be so exciting, though, man. Like, Nightwing? I know. This will be the first time Dude. we see Nightwing live action. Yeah, I cannot wait. I, I want to see. The suit with the blue. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. I don't think they'll go the very first suit because that, that you know, with the yellow oh, feather yeah, kind of. Yeah. But yeah, no, I do. I think the current suit. Well, the current suit's red, but I think the blue suit that you're yeah, talking the about, the black and the blue. I, yeah, logo. I think that's going to be the one. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be exciting as shit. And yeah. we know it's coming because uh, Brenton Thwaites already kind of let the cat out of the bag that (laughs) the Nightwing costume is pretty badass. He said that, and then he realized he said that and was like, like, oh, fuck. fuck. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so he's clearly already tried it on or seen it, so it's coming, and that's going to be badass. Oh, man, that's so epic. And the other thing about DC that they announced, apparently J.J. Abrams did indeed sign the deal with Warner Brothers because he's being brought on to address the DCEU and his first two... Films that he plans on tackling are Superman and Green Lantern. Epic, man. So there you go. Yeah. DC, you know, and we'll talk about this because we're getting ready to go into the Marvel stuff. Marvel had the big woo But DC, they had their own stuff at Comic-Con. And that was, you know. I, I know you're hoping that he keeps with uh, Henry Cavill. I am. I, I'm kind of like I heard rumors that he wants to go a different route. But I'm thinking, you know, I, I think – Henry Cavill has been done wrong. Yeah. It was a great version yeah. of Superman, and he's a great Superman. And Man of Steel was really solid. And I feel like they're rushed to get Batman vs. Superman out there, and they're rushed to get Justice League out there instead of doing a Man they of made Steel 2. Yeah. yeah. They didn't give the character the attention it needed, and so you don't really get a full scope of Henry exactly. Cavill's Superman. Exactly. And I feel like to ditch him now would be the wrong move yeah. by J.J. Abrams. So I'm hoping that doesn't yeah. happen. Well, I feel like just a whole bunch of people did not like Ben Affleck's Batman. So that right. made him look worse. That made right. Henry Cavill look worse. Exactly. Exactly. And, I mean, come on, J.J., you worked with Henry on, on the latest Mission Impossible. Exactly. You know he's a good guy. You know exactly. he's a solid Superman. Let's keep him and give him a chance. That's, yeah. a, that's all I'm saying. And the only other thing I hope that J.J. will do is consult Greg Berlanti. Seriously, those two need to team up. You heard what we just talked yeah. about with the Arrowverse and all the epicness and awesomeness of the Arrowverse. Consult Greg Berlanti. Yeah, seriously. That's that's all I'm saying. (laughs) I trust you, JJ. Hell yeah. But Greg has got a solid grip on the DC comic character. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a little off topic, but I saw that he's already, he announced a show that's coming to HBO Max, JJ has. So he's rocking and rolling with over there at Warner Media. So. Uh, he's going to be the showrunner too, I believe. So, oh, well, there you go. I, I mean, know. It's another brilliant guy. He, so, I he mean, is 
crazy. A lot of light flares coming. A lot of light flares coming. (laughs) He does love his light flares. But listen, guys, it finally fucking happened. Avengers Endgame passed Avatar and is now the biggest grossing movie of all time. Whatever it takes, right? And they did it. They fucking did it. Exactly. It it barely. Yeah. uh, From last, the last numbers I saw, like by five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. But it did it anyway. To be fair, it's going to stay in there a couple more weeks, and so it's going to be a little bit higher than that but not much so um but congratulations uh well deserved well earned yeah seriously um i mean you know i think it's going to be a long time before it's beat seriously i mean everybody's talking about when cameron releases another one but i don't think so yeah i I think that you know the the avatar's appeal while it will still be there and people will still go see it's not going to be like the awe Kind of a thing, you know, right. the the first time I've ever seen anything yeah. like this appeal. Well, that technology, the first time the first Avatar came out, was just so brand new right. to everybody. Right, so, and so it's not going to be the same. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think I think the Avengers are going to hold the spot for yeah. for quite some time. Yeah, and I mean, with the opening weekend too, record with uh, the three fifty. So I don't think. Oh yeah. I don't think yeah. anyone's coming close to that. You know, it's so funny. I was talking about that the other day, and I'm like, you know. Oh, that's gonna take forever to beat. I don't know if that can ever be beat. But the first time the the first Avengers did the two hundred million, yeah, people said that could never be done. Exactly. And then they did it. And afterwards, they said, "Oh, well, that'll never be beat. Yeah. Nobody's ever gonna do that again." And then they and did. And then it. they did it. And then Jurassic World beat it. Yeah. And everybody's like, "Oh, well, that's never gonna happen again." And then Avengers did it again. Exactly. And then Infinity War did it. And then. You know, Endgame beat Infinity War. Exactly. So, but still, 357 million. Yeah. I don't know what kind of a movie it would take to beat 357 yeah. million dollars, but... Well, I mean, we talk about week in, week out, the major blockbusters, and I... Whew, I nothing really ever comes close to 300 million. No, so that's no, why I mean, it's going to yeah, take a it's while. Got, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should we should we shouldn't say never, never happen because yeah. every time somebody says never, then somebody does exactly. it. Exactly. But I think it's going to be one of those records that yeah holds a a, a good while. Exactly. Until exactly. Secret Wars. <laughs> which the Russo brothers said they would do. Yeah, they're they're definitely look. Let's jump into it. Phase four was announced. Yes. And I don't give a shit what anybody said. They are setting up Secret Wars. They are. They have got something going on. They know they do. Um, so let, let's get right into it. Hell All right. Yeah. If you missed it, here's the phase four deal, okay? And this, and here's the really cool part. And we were talking a little bit about this earlier, and why Disney has the 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 advantage. What Disney has done masterfully with Marvel Studios is phase four includes Disney Plus. Yeah, exactly. Meaning it's not just the theatrical releases. If you want to be completely clued in what's going on in phase four and know everything that's happening so you're ready for the next big epic event, you got to be watching Disney Plus. All of it, yeah. So, The Eternals. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then we got uh, the Master of Kung Fu, Shang-Chi. Yep, yep. We've got Black Widow. We've got Thor, Love and Thunder. The Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, Doctor Strange, and what I really love about Doctor Strange is its confirmation of the multiverse because it's Doctor Strange yeah. in the multiverse of madness. You've got Hawkeye, WandaVision, and What If. And then, if all of that wasn't epic enough, now this, we should clarify, this is not part of Phase 4, but it is in development. They've announced it, 
Blade yeah. with Marshala Ali. Yeah. They announced it with everything, so that's why people were under. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Feige came out quickly to clarify it was not going to be part of Phase 4. Yeah. Um, now, here's the crazy thing. Then he dropped it, and he let it be known. The Fantastic Four <laughs> is coming to the MCU. Yes. It is already in development. No casting announcements yet, no confirmed lockdown story yet, but the Fantastic Four is coming in his exact words, quote, they're going to be given the respect and brought to a level that the first family of Marvel deserves. Mm. Woo. That's crazy. And then man. he said, and I don't even have any time to talk about the mutants. Yeah. <laughs> so that right there, guys, we've got the Fantastic Four and the X-Men coming on yeah. top of all those things. In, in And so many internal announcements. If you missed it, Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. You know, J-Lo teased it earlier. It's Natalie Portman. Guys, yeah. it's going to be the female Thor. Yeah. Female Thor. That is – and who knew that? Everybody yeah, thought Natalie it. Portman was done. Yeah. That she – there was some big – you know, she didn't like Marvel. Yeah. It was all this and that. And why haven't we seen Jane anywhere exactly. and blah, blah. Well. Here it is. Surprise. <laughs> um, That's so crazy. It was such a cool, like, shot still, the Watiti freaking handing over the hammer to her at yes. Comic-Con. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, so badass. And then we got confirmation that Scarlet Witch – is going to be in Doctor Strange, yep. and that she will indeed be called Scarlet Witch, and yep. we will find out why on WandaVision. Yes. They've also hinted that we're going to see some kids mm -hmm. in WandaVision. We did get confirmation that Kate Bishop is coming in the Hawkeye series, yep. uh, all of which screams to me that we are setting up the Young Avengers, yeah, yeah. Um, at which I'm super excited about because when asked directly, Feige was asked, why was there no Avengers announcement in Phase 4? And he said, we're building things like you gotta chill. pay attention you gotta look at characters exactly. new characters that are coming yeah it's kind of like a restart i mean yeah it, i mean we exactly. they talked about closing that chapter and that's exactly. what they're doing yep and he did say that when they do make an avengers announcement it will be an avengers team unlike any other mm -hmm. that will include new characters which i'm assuming are the ones he's talking about being spawned off of all these phase four shows right and then a couple of familiars which yeah. begs to be I gotta say, like like Cap. Yeah. And by Cap, I mean Sam. Yeah, exactly. Not Steve. Uh, exactly. In case, wink, wink. If you didn't catch that uh, at the end of the last movie. Um. So yeah. And then you got what if? Exactly. What the fuck is that gonna entail? What if it's animated? Yeah. It's gonna be from the watcher's point of view, just like in the comics, and it's gonna be okay. What if? this happened instead of this. Uh -huh. Like, you know, and there are going to be all kinds of storylines. What if Logan had gotten the Infinity Gauntlet exactly. instead of Thanos? What if this or this, you know? And it's, I mean, it's going to be, what if Magneto had led the X-Men initially yeah. and Professor X was the bad guy? Yeah. Crazy storylines like that. And they announced, which I'm really excited about, that the actors who are currently doing all these live-action roles are all going to voice That's the actual really characters cool. in the animated series. I like that. So, yeah, this is going to be... What if, if you guys haven't ever read them, they're a great little comic book series. And just, a, like I said, a total reimagining of storylines that happened. And so, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, seriously, seriously. I mean, there's so much that could happen in that little series alone. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and then this idea of all the stuff going on. And they, Black Widow, let's not even talk to David Harbour. Exactly. I mean, you're making his uh, MCU, uh, uh, I guess, uh, introduction, yeah, if you debut. will. Yeah, debut, yeah. 
Taskmaster as the bad guy. Yeah. Oh my god. And Red Guardian, you know, he's like basically Russia's version of Captain America. Yeah. Um. So that'll be good. And he's been an ally and an enemy to yeah, Black Widow. So, so which one be? will he be? Yeah. Um. Taskmaster, by the way, is just an epic fucking bad guy. So yeah. I can't wait to see him. Yeah. And we're finally. If you ever, if you watched Agent Carter, mm-hmm. you're familiar with the fact that the Black Widow program was more than one person. Yeah. Um, and they're, they've hinted to that we're going to see multiple Black Widows in this movie. Oh, shit. Um, so that'll be really interesting. Yeah. And, I mean, mean, everybody thinks they know who Black Widow is. But, I mean, as Kevin Feige was saying, they have they just have a little taste. They don't know anything about, what exactly. was it, uh, Budapest. Budapest, which yeah. now will be addressed, exactly. apparently, they in this. They keep referencing that. And, I mean, I'm guessing we're probably going to see Hawkeye in it. There's no way we don't. You, you would think. I mean, yeah. they, they, because Budapest, that. That that storyline has been linked to both of them. Yeah. So I don't know how you do Budapest without Clint. Exactly. Um, Maybe that's like where they meet or some shit. Right. And do the events of Black Widow somehow set up what's going to happen in Hawkeye's series yeah. on Disney Plus? That's a good thing, yeah. Um, we do know it takes place after Civil War, but before the Infinity Saga. Yeah. So that's the time frame. So we, we don't know how that's all going to play out. We will, if we do see Clint, I guess, find out how he got out of House Arrest. Yeah, and, exactly. Like all the different kind of stuff. But um, Yeah, because at the end of uh, Civil War, we all saw that he was locked up and Captain America came to right. break them all out. So right. was it's... she a part of that? Like, And then... Where does it pick up at the beginning of Infinity War? Like, what the hell? It's exactly. so fucking crazy, it's man. It's so many great announcements. The Eternals sets up the cosmic storyline, obviously, yeah. which is going to be expanded from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh-huh. We should say, if you're as confused as we are, um, you saw Thor get on the ship with the Guardians, yeah. and everybody thought that was a shoe sign that he's going to be in the next guard. We should say that James Gunn came out and said that the events of Thor will happen before Guardians 3. Yeah. So I guess that means Thor stepped back off the ship? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, There's so much stuff that could possibly happen. Yeah. Because, I mean, I respect him for that. He said he's going to fulfill his obligations to the Suicide Squad sequel. So I respect him wholeheartedly for that. I mean, they signed first with that when all that turmoil was going on. So, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. And maybe whatever happens in in Thor 3. Three or four, Thor four, four yeah. um, sets up Guardians three. Exactly. I mean, maybe that's why we'll see Thor make another exactly. appearance. We know Jane is taking over as Thor, so Thor's going to have to go somewhere else. Exactly. Maybe he just you know yeah. goes to. <laughs> I, there's so many possibilities. Right. And what I'm really interested to see is because you brought up the Doctor Strange sequel. They said that's going to be a horror flick. Yeah. So and that's well, going to be really interesting. The multiverse of madness. Yeah. Um. And from what I understand, too, we're going to finally see uh, Scarlet Witch's full potential. Guys, she's way more powerful than they have let on. exactly. So when she starts going into the whole mystic world with Doctor Strange and starts enhancing her powers, it's going to be insane. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's going to be really – and we haven't even talked about the fact that that's all Phase 4 and and all that. But remember all the Marvel series that were announced for Hulu, Howard the Duck and, like, all the Tigress and all the stuff that's coming. There's so much shit. I know, And Cloak and Dagger is kicking ass. Mm, Shields end in, which I'm just bummed about. But 
I wouldn't be surprised if we see some people from Shield pop up on Ghost Rider since it's yeah. the Ghost Rider that was on Shield yeah, exactly. that's going to be in the new series. Yeah. So that that'd be just Marvel though, man. I Kicking. Know. Yes. yes, seriously. I mean, we finally saw that they found a Shang-Chi, finally yes. made a casting yes. announcement. Samu Liu, his most notable role was on Kim's Convenience, which was a sitcom. I personally have never watched it, but nope. I'm excited to see what he does with this role. And I mean, Marvel knows what they're doing. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. And the title, man, it, it's clearly setting up the Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah and, the uh, real Mandarin. The real Mandarin, that's right, <laughs> who also plays a heavy storyline in The Master of Kung Fu, not just Iron Man. So could we be seeing that resurgence yeah. again? That'd be really cool because yeah. the Mandarin on screen would be really badass. Yeah, seriously. The real Mandarin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that'd, be, that'd be really, really badass. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then, basically, they broke the internet last Saturday or Sunday, whatever day they announced they did. all that shit. They did. It was It was crazy. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the big question that spawned from it is, are the Netflix shows canon, or now are they just being totally disregarded as if those characters never were part of the MCU? Right. Uh, Feige did address that and said that's ridiculous. They're, of course, part of the MCU. They were connected. It is canon. But that we've had... Uh, remember, Elfrey Woodard, who was also on Luke Cage, was in Iron Man, was in Civil War. Yeah. Remember, she's the, the lady that uh, confronts Tony about yeah. her son or whatever. So, I mean, it's not the first time we've seen this no, happen. I so, I mean, people need to just get over that. Marcella yeah. is going to be a fucking epic bleed. That's going to be badass. Yeah. And we saw there there was some Snipe fans who were like, what the fuck? But yeah. he came out and was like, it's all good. It's fine. And we saw the cool thing about that story is it was Marcella's idea. And he called up yeah, Feige. Yeah, he called up Feige, who smartly answered the phone. Exactly. I mean, that's that's what you do. Yeah. Um, I mean, two-time Oscar winner. Fuck yeah. Exactly. And, and I think it's great. I would not be surprised at all because, you know, if you guys weren't aware, Snipe's had been talking with Marvel. Yeah. Um, so I would not be surprised at all if we saw Snipes in some sort of a capacity in the yeah, Blade Yeah, exactly. Reboot. I mean, um, fucking his trilogy was amazing for its time. And a lot of people say that, that the Blade trilogy is is the setup for the modern MCU. Yeah. You know, because it was the first to consecutively have three stories in a exactly. row that continued a storyline that was successful exactly. with a Marvel character. Exactly. Um, but you know what I am interested to see, and they didn't make any announcement about it, they didn't talk about it at all, uh, X-Force and Deadpool. They did. They, they, they did. You're right. They, they did not say anything about that. about that. I mean, um, because obviously in Deadpool 2, they were setting up the X-Force. So what's going to happen with that? I hope nothing. I hope it happens like sooner than we're thinking, but I don't know how they're going to work that in. I'm hoping that Feige's little joke about, and I didn't even have time to talk about the mutants, yeah. is a hint at Deadpool. I hope so. Um you know, anybody know Deadpool's a mutant. Yeah. Um, he's part of the X Men and X Force, and 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 so, I'm hoping that that was his signal to the crowd that yeah. hey guys, we haven't forgotten about yeah. Deadpool. We haven't forgotten about. We've got plans for the. I mean, maybe Deadpool is going to be the transitional character that introduces the X Men into the MCU. That would be badass. I mean, and maybe <laughs> maybe because you know the director of Deadpool two hinted that it's coming yeah. and it might be sooner than you think, and so maybe they're sitting and developing an idea or transition way of Deadpool, who's well established. Yeah. 
into using Deadpool to bring in right. the rest of the X-Men. Yeah. I think it would be smart not to replace Colossus. Right. I think that's, that's been established yeah. well in Deadpool. Agreed. And that could be your start into yeah. the X-Men. Exactly. So. It's, oof, it's definitely going to be interesting. But, I mean, I didn't watch the Deadpool 2 PG-13 version. No, so me either. It'll be interesting to see how Reynolds and uh, they transition his character into like a PG-13 character because he's raunchy as fuck. We know. He, so and 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 I maybe think, maybe only for like the big movies, and then he still does his own thing. Yeah, I, I think or, it would be a mistake to PG-13 him. I, yeah. I think keep him keep him rated R, keep him who he is. And then like you said, in the in the big movies, just bring him in and, and limit his vulgarity, yeah, exactly. if you will. He's definitely the person that gets the one fuck in the PG-13. Yeah, ex- <laughs> like, ex- exactly, exactly. But uh so many so many possibilities. I know Marvel, and, man. It's so exciting. And remember, and they announced this too. 18 billion dollars and counting the MCU movies, mm-hmm. just the movies yeah. have made. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Disney stock, they're expecting to double it by the year, I think it was 2023, yeah. over the next few years. And, and that purchase, and they're claiming that Marvel is the biggest leader behind that increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes four, sense. $4 billion, guys. Iger bought it for $4 billion, and just the movies have made $18 billion. It's not counting all the other money that Marvel Enterprises has made with the merchandising yeah. and all the other licensing and all that. Uh, just the movies. It's I'd so say crazy. it was a good return on investment. Yeah, I'm honestly, just saying. Honestly, man. Oh, that was a great way to end up our industry news segment. We love talking about some superheroes. Well, let's continue talking <laughs> about some superheroes on our top five segment, which is top five DC superheroes that we have seen on TV. And honestly, uh, my number four, it's going to be a little debated because we only watched a few episodes of it. But I'll get there when I get there. Um, number five, I got Arrow because I just love McQueen. He's fucking awesome. Um, no, Swamp Thing. I just really liked that interpretation and what they were doing. I wish they would have continued on for maybe a second season. Hopefully they work something out. Motherfuckers can shoot that in Louisiana. Like, just move it from North Carolina. I mean, seriously, to Lu- it's based out of Louisiana, right? Yeah, it's based in yeah, it's based in Louisiana, which I never understood why they shot it in North Carolina to begin with. But exactly. But you know, for for uh, hope for you. Um, Remember, Constantine mm-hmm. was canceled on, on NBC, yeah. and and they brought him back on Arrow for a brief episode, and then he's now he's a regular on Legends. No shit, so yeah. we could potentially see yeah. Swamp Thing return in awesome. the Arrowverse somehow yeah. in, in Legends, you know, and continue his character. Yeah, so, I mean, really cool. yeah, it would be really cool. Uh, number three, I got Robin slash Nightwing. I just really love the progression they were doing with that character what, the first season of Titans. Number two, I got Adam, the Adam. Uh, and number three, I got Robot Man. Fucking <laughs> Riley Shanahan and Brendan yeah, Fraser. They're yeah. so fucking awesome. I'm not even going to lie. That character is just so great. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's hard to argue Robot Man. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Okay, okay. Obviously, I've got, because I'm old, so I'm going to throw out a couple old ones first. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I've got Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. Of course. Because, I mean, I love Gail Gadot. I think her Wonder Woman is fantastic. I think what Patty Jenkins is doing, everything's great. But Linda Carter's Wonder Woman, and she's always going to be Wonder Woman, and it was just phenomenal. I love Wonder Woman. And my next one is not so much a superhero, but a superheroine to a superhero. 
Terry Hatcher's Lois Lane mm-hmm. on Lois and Clark. Mm-hmm. I still think she's the epitome of the character. I don't think anybody's done Lois Lane better than that. And I just I thought it was a brilliant adaptation, and I think you know it it was one of my favorites of all time. And then I am going to jump in. I mean, I agree with you. I think that Arrow is fantastic, and I'm going to group these together. Arrow and Flash. I think they're two phenomenal interpretations yeah, of the characters, um, and and they're brilliant at what they're doing with that. Um, just kudos to them. Yeah. And then. I'm going to go also Doom Patrol, but I'm going Cyborg because I am a huge fan of the Titans. It was my the very first comic book I ever bought was the New Teen Titans with the introduction of Cyborg. And I think this version of Cyborg on Doom Patrol yeah. is by far the best. Yeah. It's better than the shit they've done in the movies. It's better than all the cartoon shit. It, it's a great version of Vic Stone. Yeah. I hope they continue that. I hope it's epic. And then Supergirl. Yeah. I think Supergirl yeah. and all the Martian Manhunter, all of the different characters that they have on Supergirl, it's a great – not a fan of the Superman on Supergirl, but I do think that they've nailed Supergirl perfectly. Yeah. And I'm just – I'm thrilled that the one thing I think the Arrowverse has done, and, and I'm glad you included Arrowverse people on yours, and, and we've got Stargirl coming up on DC Universe. Yeah, and that's exciting. But, but I think what the Arrowverse has done really well is established really solid, powerful – positive female role models on television. There's a lot of really kick-ass female stars in the DC Universe on the Arrowverse that that were much needed. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I like your list. I I, I just, yeah. And come on, Riley's awesome. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Now, my question for you is, do you think Cyborg is going to pop up on Titans anytime? I hope so. I hope so, too. I hope so. They keep making his linkage to Justice League, but he was a Titan first. And I, I think you need to bring him into the titans exactly. uh, you have to make that crossover exactly. at least once yeah i mean to make the introduction to batman maybe nightwing introduces him like bring him into titans and yeah then, i mean yeah you know I, it's got to be something especially with the storyline that they're getting ready to do with terminator mm-hmm. you know deathstroke um that plays heavily into vic stone yeah. i mean that that that, that storyline was just so those characters yeah. are influenced and yeah. i don't understand why you have starfire and raven and the other newbie in the new Teen Titans, because a lot of people think, you know, Beast Boy, but he was, they changed his name to Changeling, but he was an original member of Doom Patrol, so he wasn't new. The three newbies in new Teen Titans, Raven, Starfire, and Cyborg. Yeah. So why Cyborg is not a part of it, I do not know. Yeah, it's pretty I hope weird. so. It's a good question, and I hope they, they do do a crossover. Yeah, same here, same here. All right, now let's get to some box office recaps. Oh, man, last week was a huge week for Disney, man. Holy shit. Disney (laughs) slash Marvel. Uh, Lion King came in at number one, which Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we were thinking it was going to get around $200 but we feel like the critic reviews about the CGI and about the facial expressions Mm -hmm. probably held them back because we saw that they set records for the most screens ever. In a U.S. Yeah. In the U.S. Yeah. So that's fucking insane. And yeah, I'm I'm just really just flabbergasted that it didn't hit too many. Because I saw yesterday, even on like a Tuesday, it was making thirty million on a Tuesday. Exactly. So how does it not? I, that was really confusing yeah. to me. Yeah. It was seriously. really confusing. But not that a hundred ninety-one million dollars <laughs> yeah. isn't a, a knockout huge opening weekend. Exactly. It is. But exactly. And it fell right in between my predictions. I predicted one hundred seventy to one hundred and or two hundred million. So boom, right there. Uh, number two was Spider-Man: Far From Home. It got twenty-one point. 2 million it fell right in between there too i predicted 17 to 22 
Toy Story 4 came in third place with around 15 and a half million. I predicted 10 to 15. Number four is Crawl with 6.1 million when I predicted 5 to 10. And yesterday came in with 5 million and I predicted 3 to 5. Yesterday. I'm really proud of yesterday, yeah, it crossed man. crossed $100 million globally finally. Yeah. It's, it's the little film that will not die. Exactly. And, and, and thank goodness, man. It's, I'm hoping that the success of yesterday translates to the same type of success for Quentin and Once Upon a Time yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, our buddy Spencer deserves yeah. it. Seriously. Um, it, it's another one of those completely independent, solo, non-tentpole movies. Yeah. And yesterday proves that that can work. Exactly. So we'll see. Well, I tell we'll you see. what, man, it'll be really interesting if it stays at that number five uh, next weekend because, like I said, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is coming out. And I mean, Crawl came out uh, two weeks ago, but I feel like a lot more people are going to go see yesterday than an alligator horror movie. Uh, agreed. So it'll be really agreed. cool to see if it stayed in the top five. So. I'm telling you, man, I loved yesterday. Yeah. It, it's just. If you're a fan of the Beatles, if you're a fan of Lily James, mm -hmm. if you're a fan of just Danny Boyle, yeah. uh, it's a brilliant film. Yeah. You should really go see it. I mean, it's really good. Yeah, still need to watch it. Our, our buddy Riley it. said he would tell people to spend their ticket money on that instead of Lion King. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right. His Definitely exact words. Like he saw it and said, I would direct people to go see that instead of Lion King. Wow. Definitely there you go. need to watch that then. Wow. Um, like we said, new movies coming out this weekend. It's finally happening guys 1969 once upon a time in hollywood yes. tarantino's night featured film i'm so excited <laughs> yeah about so it. excited you lost the money so great. excited oh my goodness uh i wish it would do they're predicting i wish they would predict more at the box office but you got some heavy hitters coming out you right do. now so i mean you it's do. really hard uh number one i mean movies that are still out this week you still got lion king spider-man fart from home toy story 4 aladdin yesterday crawl stuber <laughs> Fucking Hold on. So out of all those, yeah, you know, but it's basically all Disney except for Crawl. Basically, like, I mean, it's all Disney yeah. except for Crawl. Yeah. Uh, well, and yesterday, yeah, yesterday's yeah. not either. It's but. so fucking crazy. And yeah, Endgame is still out too. So yeah, you can still go see yeah, that. No, I just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so crazy, so crazy. But yeah, number one, I think it's going to be Lion King again with around eighty to ninety million. I'd be surprised if it breaks that hundred million mark. Number two, I think, will be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with around 35 to 45 million. P uh, critics are estimating around 40 million. I I think people will really like the story, and I mean, so many big people are attached to this. Mm -hmm, so hopefully, mm -hmm. that will gravitate people towards the box office to see this original story idea. And you know, Tarantino did a really cool thing with uh, who ma who made this the distributor for this one. Well, they made that deal. Remember yeah. about about <laughs> Sony. The, Sony, yeah, they made maybe. Well, may, they made that deal where thirty years down the line, he has full rights, full copyright ownership. That's to it. Yeah. awesome. Like, yeah. he's like the only type of person that could do that. And he, he was in talks of doing that with Warner Media, right? And but right, then and they he, balked at the ownership. Yeah, they were like, "No, can't do that," because then you got like Nolan and JJ, who would also who, be like, "Exactly, we want our full rights." So they couldn't do that. You know, there's some interesting stuff about this too. You know, James Marsden was in it, mm -hmm. and all of his scenes were cut. Really? And Burt Reynolds, of course, was was, but he passed away. Right. And then I I just read that James Marsden's character. Who that that he was portraying mm -hmm. 
when uh, even though it's all on the cutting room floor, I guess we're not going to see it. Was a young Burt Reynolds? Really? So oh, shit. Uh, yeah, he was going to be playing Burt Reynolds. That's hilarious. So there you go. Burt himself was going to be in it as someone else, yeah. and Marsden was going to be Burt, Burt Reynolds. That's so, great. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe we'll see that on a director's cut. I yeah. don't know, but that's pretty interesting. That would be pretty badass, honestly. Uh, number three, I got Spider-Man: Far From Home with around ten to fifteen million. Number four, I got Toy Story four with around ten to fifteen million. Those two are going to be really close. And number five, I have Yesterday with around three to five million. I was yes. going to put Crawl, but like I said, I think Yesterday has some legs. And it, clearly, Yesterday is a film that absolutely proves that positive word of mouth mm-hmm. will keep you in the theaters yeah. because anybody who's seen it has spoke positively yeah, of it. It's exactly. got high reviews. It's got high audience scores. Exactly. So it, it's proof positive exactly. that if positive word of mouth can keep you going. Yeah, so. agreed, agreed. All right, now it is time to transition into the IMDb Pro's top trending segment. Oh, man, we just got to say we love this app. We literally use it every single day for our podcast, for our production company, for ourselves, because, you know, we're trying to get in a little bit in the acting game. You might see us in the background of a TV show or a movie. That'd be pretty badass. And definitely our own little project coming out. You know, that's what I'm that's saying. That's... We got multiple stuff. I know you guys have seen us tease the Raven Vision. Go mm. check out that teaser trailer. That Duggery Scott's now, a real asshole. He really I mean. is. He really is. We keep working on that lookbook. And you saw that we teased an animated series <laughs> this week. Which is Bonk's Bar. That looks so fucking great. Yes. And I'd like to apologize to Duggery Scott. Of course, it's Duggery Bancroft. Uh, Duggery Scott's a really nice guy. Uh, I still feel bad for him that he missed out on the Wolverine role. Sorry, Duggery. You said Duggery Scott. That's fucking funny. It's been such a long day. (laughs) Duggery Scott is a nice guy. (laughs) Well, if you guys don't have this IMDb Pro app, make sure to go get it. It's so fucking great. We're Um, human, man. We are, we are. By no surprise, the number one top trending movie is The Lion King. What? No. I know, right? I know. Number one top trending TV show is Stranger Things. Still up there. You still need to watch it. I do. It's so good. I do. It's so I'm good. S- I, I will admit, I'm so far behind on my Netflix. Yeah. I, I haven't watched a single episode of Jessica Jones yet. Same. Not a single episode of Stranger, Thre- uh, Stranger Things yet. And I haven't finished watching all of the episodes of Chef yet. I'm so bad. I know. Damn. Damn us for being busy, I man. Know, right? Damn us I, for oh, being busy. I saw that one's getting renewed for another season. Yes. So- I'm excited as hell about that. I can't wait, man. I mean, it's really awoken your inner cook. I, from that show i've been cooking my ass off yeah. since that show right like i mean i've always enjoyed cooking but just favreau he inspires me as a filmmaker and a chef and a chef and a chef oh, the guy's just brilliant yeah uh, and the top trending star is decray montgomery who is billy on stranger things and the top three stars are him he's number one millie bobby brown is number two and ethan Hawke's daughter is number three mm-hmm. because she's got her role in stranger things as well did you see i I saw a little interview with Ethan Hawke's daughter, too. Um, they asked her on the red carpet about nepotism. Mm. And she said, Let, let's clear that up right now. I, My agent called me up and said, there's a role available I want you to audition for. Mm-hmm. I went into my bedroom, set up my stuff, and did a self-tape with my dad and sent it in. That's awesome. And then I got a call back. 
I did the callback, and then Quentin saw me, yeah. and I got the role. I did not get it because of my mom being in Kill Bill. Yeah. And I was like, kudos to you. Yeah. You know, because she did say, though, after everything was all set, and she was on set, and they were filming, Quinn gave her a little hug and wink and, like, good for you, yeah. you know. But it wasn't, uh, hey, your mom. I didn't know she was in that. Uh, she's in, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So, but but had to get the role. Yeah, Can herself. you imagine her in a room with Ethan doing, doing a little self-tape in the bedroom? Right. Like, I, that's just, I hope that gets released somehow because that yeah. would be epic to see. Definitely, I mean, definitely. Well, we, well, I mean, fuck, there's, I mean, uh, Kevin Smith's daughter. daughter's in it too. I know. So it's like, like everybody's in this film, bro. It's like huge. <laughs> definitely got to see it. And Spencer Garrett, who really is the only one that matters in the <laughs> film. I'm just saying, Spencer <laughs> is everywhere. Oh, my goodness. It's so great. It's so great. All right, let's. Let's transition into some music. Does Spencer do music? I mean, I bet he does. I bet he does. I'm just saying. I would not be surprised. (laughs) Motherfucker does everything. Seriously. Oh, goodness. Well, the top vinyl album sales this week. She's still there. She's still rocking and rolling. Billie Eilish, When We All Mm -hmm. Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? She's killing it. She's 17 and just rocking and rolling. I'm proud of her, honestly. It's yeah. a lot of good achievements at such a young age. It but is. Like it we is. said on previous shows, be careful because the industry is very dark. That's right. Don't be getting pulled over with cars and other people's purses. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Just be careful. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's be all careful. I'm saying. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the top trending radio song on the Billboard charts is still Khaled's Talks. He might break a record for that one. Shit. Um, the top artist of the week is Ed Sheeran because of that new collaborative album that he has out right now. She's just killing it. Which Did gets... I mention Ed Sheeran's in Yesterday? Yeah, he's in yeah, Yesterday. He's in yesterday. <laughs> Could be another reason why Yesterday is yeah. still hanging around. Yeah. Ed's got a lot of fans. And I mean, you said that his acting skills were way better in oh, this one infinitely. than it was in be- Game of Thrones. Yeah, because Ed's playing Ed. Yeah, exactly. He's playing Ed Sheeran, so yeah. Exactly. It, he really does kind of steal the scenes he's in. Yeah, so, I mean. that's awesome. That's awesome. The top digital album sales and the top streaming album sales are his number six collaborations. And he has the Billboard Top 200 album with his Mm. new album. So he's just rocking and rolling this week. And uh, if this guy stays on the charts at the Hot 100 for the next week, he's breaking Kiki. Yep, he's breaking Kiki. Oh, oh, that sounds vicious and dangerous. Don't don't break Kiki. Don't Don't break break Kiki. She's fragile. Uh, Little Cam, would you like to announce this one? That's your favorite. You know you will. It's your favorite. As she walks right past the studio, past the microphones, and says no. With a nice big (laughs) middle finger to it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But, yes. I'm just going to sit here with my M&M's. Totally ignore this. Nom, nom, nom. But the top streaming song, the top digital song, the top 100 is still Old Town Road for the 15th week at number one. Like we said, if it goes to the 16th week, it is breaking Drake's In My Feelings. So Mm. congratulations, man. Such a young artist. It's cool to see these younger people have such success in the industry nowadays. It is. And and first of all, I'd like to say, and I'm just going to put this out there, it's for Sterling and Susan if you're listening, guys. Okay, you did a nice little rendition of Kiki yeah. on the lot of This Is Us or yeah. whatever. I feel it's only fair that you guys do a little song and dance version of, of this song if it breaks a record. I mean, honestly, it, it's only fair. It is. And if you guys haven't seen that, go look it up. They're adorable. To get. They're adorable on This Is Us. They're adorable behind the scenes. Yeah. They're great. 
do a version of this. It would be great. Seriously, seriously. Well, anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning along to this crazy 76th episode. It's crazy they've been letting us do this this long. 76. I know, man. Weeks. I can't believe that we've been doing it that long. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. We've been through so much. Honestly. Even with insulting people like Duggery Scott, not meaning to. Exactly. <laughs> so Duggery, I'm sorry. Come on the show, buddy. Come on, the come, show. on come on. Oh, my goodness. Make sure to follow the company on all social media platforms facebook twitter instagram reddit youtube at crazy ant media go to our youtube page we have a whole bunch of stuff on there and still putting new stuff on there you can listen to our mr feeney episode Mm. on there right now you can watch our own personal self tape from goodwill hunting you can watch the teaser trailer from the ravens vision we just have so much shit on there i mean there's a lot of good shit on it we still have our first ever video that we ever put on there our carpool karaoke song with uh the piano man that's so right billy you can, joel you can see us billy singing joel. some piano man on that that's <laughs> it's hilarious it is epic that was an epic performance if billy would see that exactly. billy would call us he billy would. come on the show if he saw that exactly that's all i'm saying exactly make sure to follow us both individually myself at jlo fantastic and crazy and guy 1970 yes that is right that is right make sure to subscribe to the podcast we're on anchor anchor apple podcast spotify google play music iheart radio and so many more we're everywhere man make sure to visit our website newly designed it looks so pretty so pretty it's so pretty <laughs> you can visit that at crazyantmedia.com and you can head over to our merchandise pages for the virtual society which is our pictures that is crazyantmedia.virtualsociety.com there's a link to that on our website crazyantmedia.com and you can head over to our shirts website the shop.spreadshirts.com slash crazy dash ant dash media and purchase some crazy ant gear because they look so good so good i can't wait to get a hat and a beach bag Honestly. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. And you know what else those beach bags are good for? What is that? I'm telling you, especially for everybody that lives in L.A., you guys know this. Yeah. They're great for shopping bags, they man. Are. Don't pay that 10 cents a bag and get the scan bullshit at Walmart or whatever. No. Get you a crazy ant bag. It can be the logo. It can be bonk. It can be whatever. Use that shit at the grocery store. Exactly. It's fantastic exactly. for that. Exactly. Save so much fucking money. We have something for everybody, It's honestly. true. Honestly, we do. And we have something for the one and only Oprah. Oprah. Come on the show.